That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Well, hey there, traveler. Come on over to the fire and get yourself a cup of nice and strong. And a heaping spoonful of western lore. I was just about to spin a yarn as you came along, but I can put that yarn down and give you a little bit of a history lesson. You ever hear about the two wildest, most riddling, horse-kissingest outlaws the West has ever birthed? Well, slick back your hair, adjust your nuts, and grab a log. Because it's time you drink in the story about the Puzzle Dusters. Yeah, the Puzzle Dusters. Two best friends who tamed this territory nigh on seven years ago. By solving every last gab-flapping riddle and puzzle the folks around here had to offer. It's a tale I like to call... Saddle, saddle. The doctor was the mother and he stood on a block of ice. Both of them are goldfish and it's the cabin of an airplane. And she stabbed him with an icicle. And the horse's name was Friday. Now, back when the canyons screamed out nightly and the gulches ran with blood, you couldn't walk down the street without getting shot a riddle. Some fun and easy, others tough as a buffalo's hide. Most folks ran off at the thought of trying to ever make sense of this town. Everyone else was driven crazy by the riddles. Whatever the case, it was pure chaos. That is, until two strangers made their way into town. Okay, Aaron, JPC, we see a train chugging along its tracks. It's a beautiful specimen of a train. It's got a fresh coat of black paint with red accents. Hitched to the back of a train is a horse car for transporting a cowboy's transportation. Along the side of the train, it says the Dusty Bullet. And on the interior of the Dusty Bullet, seated in a wooden booth, we see two characters. Sitting next to the window is a tall canteen of a woman, six foot five and made of muscle. She's dressed in black from tits to toes. In the upper right of her black leather shirt, smack dab over her heart is a painted on target, white and red rings with a red dot right in the center. Her hair as red as rabbit's blood is drawn back into a tight ponytail with a black cowboy hat as the cherry on top. Her eyes look out the window scrolling from left to right and back again as she takes in the passing landscape. JPC, your character is amazing. <laughs> I don't. I don't love this Target branding. I'm. I'm more of a Macy's girl myself, but uh, I guess we shall see. Aaron, this is you. Oh, oh, amazing! Sorry for the confusion. So her eyes are scrolling out the window. Underneath said eyes is a long, straight line of a scar right under her eyes, running from the top of one cheek across her face to the top of her other cheek. Just a straight line of a scar right across. Fake. 
says like a very a very catty no, woman knitting no. <laughs> the train bag. It's real. On her hips mm-hmm. rests a double holster with the butts of two resolvers tucked into it. A resolver, of course, nice. being the weapon of choice of this era. A metal, wooden, or pearl handle attached to a pad of paper, so you can shoot off an answer to any riddle you might be asked. Resolvers, Fridays, 10 p.m., IO Theater. <laughs> Thank you for the plug. <laughs> this, my friends, is Kitty Birdsong, otherwise known as the Badass in Black, a.k.a. the Red Reaper. Aaron, this is you. Ah! I love her! <laughs> And her fake scar. And her love of Target. (laughs) On the other side of Kitty is a hot mess of a man. (laughs) All five feet and four inches of this sidekick is splayed out as he naps with his hat over his eyes. He's wearing gravy brown pants with trim and a white vest with no undershirt. Sleeveless as the day he was born. (laughs) Sleeveless as the day he was born. His boots and hats are made entirely of rattlesnake skin with the rattlesnake tails as his spurs on his boots. Strapped across his chest and held in his sleeping arms is a double-barrel thought gun, a long, dangerous thing that's capable of shooting off two answers at the same time. So if you have some quick thoughts as to what an answer might be, don't think too hard. Say them both at the same time with the double-barrel thought gun. As the man stirs in his sleep, no doubt because we're talking about him right now, he pushes up the brim of his hat. And we see a handsome face with a slick mustache and emerald green eyes peering out at his surroundings for just a second. His greasy black hair is slicked back, with many a broken comb tooth still buried within. (laughs) From the top of his forehead to the bottom of his chin, he bears a similar scar to Kitty's, a straight line splitting his face nearly in twain. Say hello, everyone, to Jimmy the Snake Ripple, a.k.a. the Chaos Kid. Kitty and Jimmy together make up the notorious duo, the Puzzle Dusters, solving riddles from town to town and looking for more. Let's meet Jimmy and Kitty. Jimmy the Snake Ripple or Riddle? Ripple. Ripple. Like, R-I-P. Like Ripple. Gotcha. And then what's his, the comeback, what'd you say, the comeback? Wait, what? A.K.A. the Comeback Kid, otherwise known as the Chaos Kid. The Chaos Kid. The Chaos Kid, yep. And, and uh, Kitty Birdsong is known as the Badass in Black. A.K.A. the Red Reaper because of the her red blood Reaper. red hair. We uh, we sit down for a spell to listen to Jimmy and Kitty as they sit on this train. Jimmy? Yeah, boss? Do you ever wonder if we have too many nicknames? <laughs> well, a fella can never have too many nicknames, boss. I just am wondering how... People talk about us, how they actually qualify us. If we're known in one place as one of our nicknames and in other places, sorry, I'm just waxing on. The trouble with a nickname, far as I can see it, boss, is that you can't give yourself a nickname. A nickname has to be given by somebody other. For instance, I wanted people at one point to call me Dr. Thunder because I will not pay name brand for soda. <laughs> but as much as a fella tries, he just digs himself deeper and deeper into that hole. And that's why people call me the Chaos Kid. Not because I like it, because I am it. You get what I'm digging you a hole into, boss? <laughs> I know what you're saying, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> you're too kind to me, boss. I don't know why you keep a layabout rastabout like me around. Well, otherwise I'd get awfully lonely. What do you think? 
I don't know. I think you wouldn't get that lonely. I mean, you're a nice person with a good personality. I think you'd pick up another henchman very quickly, honestly. I mean, oh, well, you were trying to pay me a compliment just now, weren't you, boss? Uh, And then she just sort of nods and goes back to looking out the window. And as you look out the window, everything goes black for a second. You realize that you've gone through a tunnel with the train. I don't realize that, boss! It's nighttime! What's happened? The devil! It must be the devil. He's brought the world back into darkness, boss. It's just like Jimmy, 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 it is it's a tunnel. It's just your run of the mill tunnel. It is not nighttime all of a sudden. Okay. And and as Kitty uh, assuages Jimmy's fears. They make their way out of the tunnel, and and the darkness turns back to light. And suddenly, they see seated across from them a a person who was not there before. Seated in this wooden booth is a man with um, sort of tattered uh, attire. You can tell it one day he possibly had money, um, but he's currently fallen on hard times. And he's uh, looking at the two of you, Kitty and Jimmy, with his hat in hand uh, and tears streaking down his face, uh, making the dirt on his face uh, run into the tears. So he's crying these sort of brown dirty tears on his face. We rented this carriage. If you want to sit here, you have to split it three ways with us. Uh, begging your pardon. I, I don't mean to bother y'all. I, I just I thought I recognized you. Uh, I seen posters up all over this area hmm. calling you two the uh, puzzle dusters. Uh, Kitty just puts her hand on her resolver just as a precaution, just uh, in case. I don't want any trouble. I don't have any weapons on me. I wanted to ask you all a favor. See if you um, might be uh, uh, solvers for hire. Well, uh, that depends on if the riddle you need solving is interesting to my boss here. Well, and it also depends on how much money you have to give us. Shoot, I always forget that. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me take my note card out. Yeah, you know what? How about you? Yeah, take another sh- uh, take another try at doing that intro, okay? Okay, okay. okay. Uh, me? No, not me. you. You're doing great, sir. Oh, you're you're th- fine. Thank you. I'm actually I'm training him. Um, he does get paid for training. It's not like I don't pay Can him. Can I for just it, say you're the tallest woman I ever did see? I'm only five foot. Okay, <laughs> again, not to me. Dang. Sorry, I, this is this is an overshare, but I'm on a performance improvement plan. So uh, I I have basically I have ninety days to get my act together. And oh. he will. He will. <laughs> uh, uh, best of luck to you. Uh, well, it all depends, stranger. How much are you willing to pay? Well, now, I don't have much in terms of the finest things in life, but I do have my word, and I do have promises that I can give you. Now, my name is Tremendous Owens, and I hail from Severed Head, Iowa. Uh, about two months ago or so, I moved my whole family from Severed Head, Iowa, all the way around here to Riddle Junction. Smart. Thank you. I thought so at the time as well, but I was to be proved wrong. You see, myself, my wife, and my two kids, we took up residence in Riddle Junction, and at some point, things just went crazy. Everyone in town started going riddle crazy. My wife and kids, I I had to leave them behind and escape. And that's where you find me now as a coward ousted from Middle Junction looking for someone to swoop in and save my family. Are you telling me you moved from Severed Head? The most gorgeous place in Iowa? That place I, is nothing but waterfalls. Why would you leave such a beautiful place? I, I know, I know. I, I, I'm kicking myself to this day. Now, I just wanted something new, but the grass is always greener, they say. Riddled me this. Uh, uh. Tremendous. 
<sighs> if you're telling me that all you have to offer is your word and your promises, seems like your word has gone to shit. You married your wife and you told her, in sickness and in health, I'll stand by your side. And you abandoned her, so why should I believe someone like you? It's true. I, I taint worth nothing. I'm going to jump from this train. I'm going to crawl up on top and jump straight off this train. Well, that probably, now, that now. probably won't kill me, but it'll break both my ankles. Hold on, Tremendous. Hold on. Uh-huh. Now. Let, let me pull out my uh, my little conversion chart. Uh, we, we get all kinds of people trying to pay us all kinds of stuff, so let's see. And okay. as you pull out your conversion chart, uh, you reach into your uh, vest. You, you're not wearing anything under this vest. Uh, no. Sleepless again. Um, but still, even though he can see everything, uh, as you reach inside your vest, uh, tremendous. Oh, so there are guns in this story. <laughs> well, there's your uh, uh, there's your double thought uh, gun, and the, oh yes, there you go, there you go. His Aaron. guns, his, his arms. biceps. Uh, even though um, it's just the vest, he he is uh, tremendous. Gets terrified, his eyes go wide, and he starts to shake, and he goes, "No, don't don't answer, please, don't answer, don't answer, don't solve, don't solve." And as no. you pull out the conversion chart, he calms down. He thought you're. Um, you were reaching oh. for something else. You got nothing to fear here, okay? I promised the train conductor I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't solve anybody on this train. Well, th- thank you, thank you, sir. J- may I call you Jimmy, Mister Jimmy? Oh, uh, yeah, you can call me Mister Jimmy if you feel like it. If you think I've earned it, you can call me Doctor Thunder. Uh, I, 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 I'm not pushing it. I'm just, say- I'm just saying. Other people have called me that. I, I wink at Kitty. She I've does heard, not wink back. <laughs> I, I've heard you called the Chaos Kid. Yeah, and, that's one of them. You can call me that as well, Danny. I, I heard everyone is terrified of you, that you're the wildest, craziest summer bitch out here in the West. Well, I mean, I thank you. I mean, I never never turned down a compliment. I'm, I may be, as far as henchmen are concerned, I may be top five. Uh, H- henchmen? I, I thought you were a sidekick. Oh, my God. Well... I was a sidekick. I, he got I, I demoted. Mi- I mentioned I'm on a performance improvement plan. Uh, I am now a henchman, uh, but that's temporary because basically I'm still getting paid sidekick wages. I just got a title demotion to kind of motivate oh, me to do oh, a little okay. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like his like medical changed or anything like that. It's not yeah. unethical. He's still getting all the same benefits. I did have to change my primary care doctor, uh, <laughs> but I'm st- he's it's still in network, so it's it. it I'm still paying into the same thing. He didn't right? even like his primary care doctor very much. He, His primary care doctor, his solution to everything was cut that leg off. Mm-hmm. This For everything. To, Go in this, with the cold, cut that leg off. Cut, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a riddle. Uh, no, no, no riddles. my wife and kids. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, a man's word. Okay. Now, normally that, that is worth something, uh, but you are a family abandoner, so we got a family abandoner cross-references word. Okay, that's worth nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, the other thing was... You you said uh, you gave us some promises. Well, um, seeing uh, Miss Kitty as, as you said, Severed Head, Iowa is the most beautiful place you've ever seen. I'd be willing to reward y'all with my residence in Severed Head, Iowa. It, it never sold, so you can have oh. the deed. Sure as my name isn't Tremendous Owens. That kitty, a deed in Severed Head, Iowa, the most beautiful place in Iowa. It could be worth a little something, Kitty. I suppose I could go for another vacation home. 
So what's the job? We kill your wife and kids, and normally we don't do wives and kids. We'll do one or the other, uh, but we're uh, packages. That's a family. That's 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 quite a tall order. No, no, please, please uh, no. You you just have to uh, break the spell of the town. Everyone there is riddle crazed, as I mentioned, and I, I don't want you to kill anyone. Oh, 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 goodness, oh. no! I I just want you to. Break this spell that they're under and and uh, bring my family home, reunite them, and set them free, as it were. Could could you could you do that for for tremendous Owens? And I know you said henchmen, but I know you're not. You know you're not villainous. I know that you two are anti-heroes. Oh my God! Does henchmen have a negative connotation that <laughs> I'm not aware of? No, think, don't look into so. it. It's okay. fine. It's fine. Holy crumbs. Kitty closes her eyes and does a little montage of herself in Severed Head, Iowa, um, just sort of running through the waterfalls, um, picking flowers, spinning in a field, laughing with friends. Great. We see that whole montage, and um, it ends with you jumping down a waterfall and landing and breaking your neck, but you're still laughing and smiling. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> we come back to present day as you're grinning ear to ear. I'm not going to do it. What? Please, please. I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. joking. I would never do that to oh. Adelrevi. <laughs> Kitty, Kitty does a fake out at the beginning of every job that we accept. Now, I know if she says we're not going to do it, we're doing it. Now, if she agrees to do it, that's code for shoot the guy as soon as he turns his back. Oh, no. Uh, uh, what Which the- she didn't say. Which she didn't say. Uh, thank you two so much for taking the job. I, I never thought I'd live to see the day that I ran into the puzzle dusters and they said yes to something. I asked them, this is the greatest day of my life. Can, can I... Uh, Not your wedding? Uh, I'm going to have words with your wife. Shit. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The band was terrible. We got sure. we, we got this band and they said they, you know, they knew covers, but then they got there and they played only original music. It was terrible. Knowing covers and playing covers is two completely different things. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, um, just to help prime the pump and just to help set you up and have you all get an idea of what you're in for, may I give you a riddle? Well, uh, I mean, uh, hey, Kitty, I mean, it It might not be uh, might not be a bad idea to dust the old horse blankets off if, you, if, if a fellow can quote a famous poet and, and, and try out a riddle. Oh, what poet? I want to say Walt, and then I want to say Chapman. <laughs> Walt Chapman, of course. I-, I have his book of poems right here, tuck- tuckled and nestled close to my heart. Why don't oh, you read me one? Sure. Tuckled and nestled, that's one of my favorite volumes of Walt Chapman. Yes, Tuckled and Nestled, volume one. Poem number one by Walt Chapman. Tis a blizzard day. The snow does fallen in my eyes, and each snowflake melting upon my visage. The sun does rise and gleam, staying up, hanging like an ornament atop a tree. That tree did fall when the devil's axe did cut into the wood, and fall blazingly into the earth, spreading its wickedness across the land, as everyone started to pray to the devil, and the devil's heart did grow bigger and stronger, much Mm. like the Grinch. Yeah. I love that Walt Chapman. Hell, I love it so much I could hear it again, word for word, please. Well, now we don't have time. <laughs> That's fine. All right, let's before you give us that riddle, let's shake on the deal. And just so you know, if this turns out to be a trap, a trick, a ruse, I'm coming for your head first and bringing it back to your hometown of Severed Head, Iowa. 
You understand? You take my severed head to severed head? Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. Out of respect, of course. Oh, thank you. I'm not Just, a monster. So my family can bury it. My, my parents, yeah. you see. Okay. Well, uh, sure, I'll shake on it. And Tremendous Owen spits into his palm, uh, slicks back his hair, and then puts out his other hand to shake with. Ew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> shake, 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 shake. Uh, and as they shake... Um, <laughs> Jimmy uh, just spits straight up into the air and it lands on the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So the spit lands on top of your rattlesnake uh, hat mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of pools in the top up there. Uh, after you both shake hands with Tremendous Owens, he sits back down. Um, he kind of um, straightens his shirt and his pants and clears his throat, preparing to tell you the riddle. <clears throat> now, this is the last thing my wife ever said to me before I... Ran off in the night in a fit of terror. <clears throat> what is at the end of a rainbow? This is the kind of stuff you're in for when you get to Riddle Junction. Okay. All right, well. Now, now to be clear, did uh, Tremendous, did she give you the answer to the riddle, or did she just tell you the, the setup to the thing? Uh, well, as I ran off, she never said the answer, but... As I was walking like a coward through the desert, and sure. as I spent weeks on end trying to find someone to help me, I, I, I sussed out the answer myself. Um, so... And did, and did you land on a little green frog feller playing piano? <laughs> I, I did. Did you see him too? I thought it was just a, an oasis, a mirage. Uh, oh, no, now that's Jason Mirage. Oh, now, he, I, I love him. Well, he's I love a little him taller. In he's a little tall. Yeah, we all did. He's a little taller, not as green. Uh, still tinted a little bit of a tint. Uh, when I heard his song, when I heard that angelic voice, I wanted to run through the halls of my high school. Mm-hmm. I like when he says, uh, "Come on over closer, dear, and I will nibble your ear." Shoo dooba dooba doo. And How as, sexy as, is that? As Kitty, as Kitty uh, does her little uh, song, just that one line, the entire train um, cranes its neck to see uh, who, where that beautiful song came from, oh, and no. it bursts, it bursts into applause as everyone applauds Kitty's, uh, Kitty's song. Woo! Yeah. She does a little nod, and she waits for everyone to turn away, and then she takes out her revolver and presses the button. How does it work? <laughs> <laughs> She presses the, she clicks it, she does a little shot of it, and then she Great. goes, W. A bullet she, flies out of the resolver into Tremendous Owens' head, cracking it open like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> joking, I, joking. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> no! Oh, did I forget to mention that Jimmy and Kitty are twins? Oh! Kidding, kidding, what? kidding. What? They're, no, they're friends. What? They're just no, okay. friends. <laughs> just friends? <laughs> just friends. Okay, just a, okay. God okay. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the resolvers, it's a, it's a handle connected to a pad of paper. Um, so what you do is you speak your you whisper your answer into the uh, handle. Uh, it then appears on the pad of paper, and as you shoot it, a slip of the paper um, flies off the top and, and will uh, be able to be caught by whoever's asking the riddle. So you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous Owens grabs the piece of paper that flew out of the resolver. Um, and uh, Kitty, go ahead and say your guess aloud. W. Oh, oh my goodness! That—that's the answer. What's what is at the end of a rainbow? It's the letter W. Now, Kitty, the tales are true. You're you're the greatest, and so tall. Th- thank you. That's that's in preparation of what you'll be facing at Riddle Junction. But mind you, 
everyone's gone a little bit mad, so the riddles may be even tougher, even harder to suss out, but I, I have no doubt that you two will come back victorious. Well, even if we don't, at least one of us will come back victorious, and it'll be my boss, old Kitty. Kitty Birdsong, the badass in black, the Red Reaper. And if I happen to die along the way, well, so be it. Do you ever think you two have too many nicknames? Uh, Not my place to say. We were just talking about that. See, that's what I was saying. Thank you. As Kitty Hart agrees, there's a whistle from the train as it comes to a chugging stop. You're in the sort of middle of nowhere, and you find out that this train, from Tremendous Owens, you find out that this train will no longer go through Riddle Junction. This is as close as it gets. And you hear someone bellow throughout the train, This stop, the Big Ask Desert. All off? All off who's going off, I guess I should say. Not everyone. Nope, sit down. Just the people who want to get off here, the Big Ask Desert, that's the people who get off. Well, this conductor Kitty, doesn't ooze confident. Yeah, no, he does not. Conductor, that's the word I was looking for. I'm a conductor. It looks like this is our stop, Kitty. Uh, before we go, I just want to use the bathroom one more time. Uh, Kitty exits the train while Jimmy uses the restroom. And as Kitty gets off the train, she sees another conductor, a co-conductor, um, who's coming around from the back end of the train where the horse car was, where the horses are kept. Um, and he hands uh, Kitty the reins to two horses, which I'll describe as soon as Jimmy gets off the train. Jimmy uh, Jimmy hops off the train. Well, Kitty, we ready to go? Yep. How did you two sweet horses do? <laughs> oh, they don't talk. <laughs> Damn, Adel, are you Bang. sure? The conductor gets back on the train, um, and as soon as the train starts to slowly chug along and make its way off into the distance until it's just a black point on the horizon... Um, the horses go, phew, it's been so hard not talking. Yay! Hey. <laughs> uh, we'll introduce these two horses, these two trusty steeds, who with each of you have a closer bond than you've had with any lover. First, we'll go to Jimmy's horse. Uh-oh. Ink- First, we'll go to Jimmy's horse, Inkling. It's a gorgeous white horse with black stripes throughout. This is clearly a zebra, but everyone <laughs> is too terrified to tell Jimmy. And although its name is Inkling, for sure, on its saddle, stitched in yellow thread, it does say Whisper Piss. And whether that's a pet name for the horse that Jimmy has or possibly a saddle from his previous horse, well, we don't know. Nevertheless, it does say Whisper Piss. Jimmy climbs up on board uh, Whisper Piss. Uh, I'm sorry, the horse's name is Inkling. Mm-hmm. Jimmy climbs up on board Inkling. Oh, nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. You're telling me, big guy. That's how your horse sounds. That's great. Carrots, please, Daddy. You'll get carrots when you stop (laughs) being such a sultry bad boy. Spank me. I mean, ride me. I mean... It's technically I'll be spurring you on. I mean, it will be delivered via via spank, but just know that that just means go forward... (laughs) It don't mean nothing beyond that. Yes, 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 yes. It's so wild to me that just one minute ago I was dying for these horses to talk. (laughs) Be careful what what... you wish for. (laughs) You coming, boss? This is what you wanted. Uh, We we pan over to see Kitty's horse. It's an enormous, uh, massive, the biggest you've ever seen, Black Clydesdale with a blood red mane. This is Hunch. Uh, It has no saddle. Uh, Kitty, Kitty rides it without one. Ow. 
Okay, it has a saddle. It was. It was. No, that's okay. It was that's the help with the character that she has like a sore uh, cooter all the time. I love it. <laughs> it helps me. It helps me get into character. I love it. <laughs> oh, sorry about your sore cooter. If you ever need to, I can slow down to a trot. You're so sweet. <laughs> Hunch, how was your how was your trip? Delightful. Other than us having to pretend we can't talk so as not to make the other horses jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those other horses were so jealous. Nasty little things. And I was swishing my tail. Ooh, yeah. Um, Kitty makes a mental note to go back to that witch who made them talk to undo this. (laughs) It's just not worth it. (laughs) And we smash cut to that witch's hut and we see the witch dead in her oven. No! She won't be coming back. All her spells are permanent. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) There's a sign on the door that just says all spells permanent. (laughs) No returns. Uh, No shirt, no no shoes, no service. It's next to that sign as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You two, Kitty and Jimmy, uh, and Hunch and Inkling, you find yourselves in the Big Ask Desert. It's a vast desert with white sand, pretty flat um, topography, um, but you do see kind of uh, peppered all around this desert are uh, cacti. Um, and as you ride toward the direction that um, it seems like there's a wooden sign that, that has no name, it's kind of been uh, uh, wind blown to where the, the paint is gone, uh, you see a sign with an arrow which could only be pointing towards Riddle Junction. There's no other city around here. Uh, towards that direction, you do see a giant cactus. It's sort of... Um, uh, it, it looks like the others, but it's a little bit taller, and it is absolutely the widest cactus out there. It's, it's actually ripped. It's um, very muscular, um, and you see on the end Say of its branches, <laughs> on the end of its branches, almost it almost looks like fingers and hands in a in a tight fist. Um, there are still needles everywhere, so it is prickly. Um, but this is Jack Tussle. Um, you uh, see Jack Tussle. You you see this uh, monstrosity of a cactus, and you and your horses uh, ride over to it uh, to get a better look. And you're currently in front of Jack Tussle. Not too close, boss. This uh, cactus is vascular as hell. I bet he's got an 11 foot reach. If I were one drink in, I would be asking this cactus if I could buy it a drink. Oh, you sure can. Oh, haba. <laughs> Hello there, my name is Jack Tussle, but you can call me Jactus. Jactus the Jacked Cactus. And uh, two eyes roll up uh, and suddenly appear in the middle of the cactus. Well, damn, this feller just called his own nickname. <laughs> and and it fits so well, I'm inclined to just call him Jactus. Uh, yeah, of course I called my own nickname. Don't you know that you can do that? You just have to do it with confidence. Nah, nuts and honey. Or just say a name and then go. Everyone says, "I'm Jactus." Everyone says, "No one's gonna, no one's gonna give a shit." Well, top of the morning to you, Jactus. That's not Southern. That's Irish. <laughs> it's a traditional Irish uh, greeting, Jactus, and top of the morning to you. Thank you Jactus, so much. Now, are we? Well, in the right direction to go to Riddle Junction. You sure are. Uh, you just go about ten miles in that direction, and you can't miss it. Now. You're here in the Big Ask Desert, and when you're in the desert, you do one thing, which is warm up. Well, as long as the sun's out, you can warm up. So, do you want to warm up in the desert? I can give you some warm-up riddles. Uh, 
checks my pocket watch, uh, remembers that this is just an acorn tied to a string, shoves it back into his exposed uh, uh, vest, <laughs> rubbing against his skin. I guess, boss, we do have time before we hit Riddle Junction if we want to get a little warming up to do. And I would never say no, because I would never do that to add over five. So let's uh, do some. Who? Well, uh, here we go. Here's a warm-up riddle while the sun's still high in the sky. There once was a cowboy who rode out on Friday, didn't return for two days, and yet he came back on Friday. How can that be? Jack, just let me ask you. Yes? What's your routine? Is it like biceps, triceps, lats? I mean, are we talking three a day? Three, Arm day, uh, back day, leg yeah, day? Yeah, I mean, are you separating? Are you working individual muscle groups? Are you going uh, big to small, small to big? Yeah, How do you get yeah. the results is what I mean. And in, oh, thank if you. If you don't thank mind you. a fella for asking, is it some sort of protein powder? Is well, it like I was going to say protein that you're using? powder. Yeah. You, yeah. Where you work out? Yeah, well, it's creatine after the workout. It's uh, five chicken breasts a day plus white rice and broccoli. Now, I do mm-hmm. mostly arms. Uh, sure. I do have chicken roots. If you ever saw my roots, they are chicken roots, to be sure. I skip leg day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do also suffer from water retention, so I am uh, a little sure. bloated, but that helps with the muscle. Uh, and can I ask, what do you eat on your cheat day? I'm sure you can go really go for it on your cheat days. Uh, I don't want to say. Come on. Well, it, he, it, this may be a cactus that believes in the age-old adage that eating ain't cheating. That's well, that you guessed it. On my on my cheat day, I eat pussy. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> let's see. The doctor was a mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was a cabin of an airplane. <laughs> he stood with the ice glove. Oh, one second. And she like pretends to be distracted and takes out her resolver and says. The horse's name was Friday. And a piece of paper flies off the notepad from the front of the resolver and sticks to the um, the thorns of uh, Jactus, uh, the cactus. Um, and it says the horse's name was Friday. Uh, Jactus can't quite see it, but he goes, uh, c- can, you, can you say your answer out loud? I can't quite get that off my pricks here. No, this is the perfect delivery system for answering riddles. If you can't deal with it, that's your problem, Jactus. Okay, well, I'll say the right answer, and then you tell me yes or no if you got it. The answer is, it was a time-traveling horse. Yeah! yeah that's what we, we said. We got it. We got it. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy kind of weasels over, take, grabs the, like, low-key grabs the paper, uh, ruffles it up, and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you eat paper, huh? Uh, only on days that end in Y. Well, let me give you another warm-up riddle, if I may. What has six legs, two arms, and wears a hat? Uh, that's easy. A spider who's arbitrarily picked two of its legs to be arms. That's that's correct. (laughs) Hell yeah, it's correct. I also would have taken a cowboy. Oh, cowboy. Let's see. Oh, because of the horse. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense. It seems like you two don't need any more warming up, so I'd say ride on into town and just be careful of the sand dolphins. The sand dolphins. And as he says sand dolphins, you hear sort of tremor from the ground, and a <laughs> as a dolphin shoots out of the sand, uh, jumps over your two horses, and then goes back into the sand, disappearing. How? <laughs> what now? What? <laughs> My question is what? My boss's question is how? These are all great questions to keep in mind when solving riddles. Now, make your way to Riddle Junction, and I, I hope to see you soon. If you ever get in trouble, 
come on back to Big Ask Desert, and I'll give you some more warm-up riddles to help help uh, flex your muscles, as it were. The, the brain's so, a muscle. So if we ever get somebody pregnant or something, we can come back out here and you'll give us riddles? Uh, I didn't say that. You said trouble. Uh, and Jactus's eyes disappear, um, and uh, he seems no longer sentient for some. Yeah, this was a normal cactus. Remember when he said he uh, eats pussy on his day off? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh yeah, he's a normal cactus. I don't know. Maybe we should drink some water. And his eyes reappear, and he goes, "I, I sell shirts that say that I eat pussy on my day off. Did you want some? No. <laughs> uh, uh, and his eyes disappear, um, and two shirts on the back of the cactus fall to the desert floor. Why would somebody like that try to sell a shirt to a fellow? like me, a fellow who ain't never graced his shoulders with a shirt his entire adult life. Um, That's okay, boss. That was a rhetorical question. Did not deserve an Sorry, answer. I was yawning. <laughs> That's actually good. Yawning warms up the vocal cords, so they say. And as Kitty yawns, the two of you ride into Riddle Junction. The sun uh, is just starting to reach its highest point. It's probably around 10 a.m., uh, while she's writing, um, she's kind of singing a little bit to herself to pass the time, and she's just going, And in the desert, as she passes singing on her horse, um, Hunch, all the cacti and all the flowers and all the sort of sand dolphins and jackrabbits turn their head as she sings and passes, and they all applaud or yip or yell in approval. Well, you done done me. Woo! Get it, girl! And I'm a and I ain't never seen a Jason Mirage that beautiful in my entire life. Uh, and after about 25 minutes or so, or however long it takes a horse to travel 10 miles, we'll never know, you arrive at what can only be Riddle Junction. And in fact, there's a large wooden sign, two stakes and then a half uh, circle that, that is sort of an archway that you walk Good through. Good stakes. I'm so hungry. <laughs> to get into town. It says Riddle Junction. Leaning up against... Medium uh, well? <laughs> ugh. No, that's basically hard tack. Leaning up uh, once one of the columns, uh, leaning up against one of the columns, uh, you see a man who is dressed very fancily. Uh, he's wearing entirely white, and it's all silk. He has sort of a scarf or kerchief wrapped around his neck, uh, and he's wearing uh, w- what almost looks like a beret, like a white beret, um, and he's just kind of crossing his arms and flipping a coin across his knuckles. Uh, as you ride into town, you stop to, um, to address this curious fellow. Pardon me, feller. Settle a, settle a bet between me and my boss here. Are you the devil? <laughs> Why, no, I'm not the devil. My name is Silky Butthole. Pleased to make your acquaintance. And he holds out the back of his hand for you to kiss. Takes off headphones, quits the show. <laughs> <laughs> Throws all my beca- computer at the wall. Aaron, all because of Silky Butthole. And his voice. Make no uh, mistake, it's his name with the combination with his voice. Uh, Jimmy takes a one dollar coin um, out of out of his uh, uh, oh, takes his hat off, grabs a one dollar coin from under the hat, and kind of like places it into the guy's hand. But his hand is just kind of like loose, uh, palm facing down, so the coin just kind of like falls out of the ground. Oh, a man of means, I see. Like I said, my name is Silky Butthole, and I am the owner and proprietor. Of the local sex factory, Butts and Bolts. I insist you visit my establishment right over here, right over here. 
uh, and he helps uh, get you down off your horses um, and ties your horses to a little um, a little horse. Uh, what do you call those? Stables? A little a mini horse. <laughs> Another smaller horse he that they hope it. doesn't yep. move. There's You're a... saying this tiny horse is going to watch our two larger horses? Well, he's tiny, but he is two thousand pounds, so they're not going anywhere. Your horses. Uh, uh, dense like a dying star. <laughs> that small you... horse is so heavy it can't even move itself. <laughs> and you notice that the small horse that he tied your horses to uh, is in the sand um, in the town up to like its up to its like uh, knees, basically. Um, so it's not going anywhere. As he leads you inside, you walk through saloon doors that swing open, and you see inside the most lush. Uh, beautiful interior of a business you've ever seen. There's uh, red satin pillows everywhere. There's red uh, uh, sort of um, silky drapes laid about. And everywhere, all around the room, all around this establishment of butts and bolts is very, very sexy robots um, wearing lingerie and negligees, uh, teddies and bikinis, everything and anything you could ask for. What did you say this was? A pharmacy? (laughs) Yes, let's say it's a pharmacy. Um, huh? It cures what ails you. Uh, here, would you like to um, ease some of the tension from the road? Uh, I can take you into this private room back here to meet our top-notch robot. Hmm. Well, uh, let me my talk top-notch to my... is pretty tight, boss. <laughs> you what? Let me talk to my associate for just one moment. Do you mind of, giving us a second? Of course. I'll be lingering and uh, trying to overhear a conversation from right over here. Hey, Jimmy, so these are sex What, associate? Oh, that's me? Yes. You're doing okay. a really good job today. Wow. A little bit of an upgrade for Jimmy. Okay, well, what's what's going on, boss? Shoot me straight. So these are sex robots, all right? Mm-hmm. But we're also at work. So for mm-hmm. us to stay, we need to be gathering intel. This is a work moment, all right? This is not a break. This is not for pleasure. Do you understand? I, I understand. Basically, what you're saying is that we can deduct fifty percent of this because it is—it's a work. It's a, we can take like a working lunch here. Is that what that you're is saying, exactly boss? what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into is it. That okay. This is technically a business lunch, so this. Yeah, is as long as we, yeah. as long as we say business at least once during whatever yeah. business goes on, we and can deduct it. We can deduct our train, like because that became a business trip. That's true. We can conduct. The <laughs> yeah. Trip. Yeah, we, yeah. So we can either do a, a cost of replacing the horse or we can do mileage. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. And Great. as you're as you're discussing this, uh, Silky Butthole slinks up towards you. And you notice that his eyes are darting back and forth very quickly. Um, it seems like there's something wrong, something just slightly off about him, as if he's a little crazed. Uh, it seems like you'll be staying in the establishment. Uh, uh, shall I ask you a riddle? <laughs> well, if we're going to be staying at a feller's house, it only seems fair that uh, we answer one of his riddles. So absolutely, Stinky, you can... Well, Mr. Bunnell. Yes. Do your worst. Oh, oh, yes, I will. (laughs) Answer me this riddle and you shall have any sexy robot you like. (laughs) What turns a woman into an hourglass? (laughs) What turns a woman into an hourglass? Yes, yes. And his eyes uh, are starting to just do loop-de-loops and um, this sort of secretion is is seeping out of his eyes. I don't know. What do you think, boss? I mean... Is it as simple as diet and exercise? I know a lot of people say it is, but it's like, come on. At the end of the day, don't we all just want like a silver bullet? You know what it is, though? It's mostly surgery. 
And yeah, then the per- people who get the surgery try to tell you that it's diet, diet and exercise to look like an hourglass, just to just ruin everyone financially, self-confidence-wise, mentally or, or, break or them. They'll say, like, eight glasses of water and eight hours of sleep. And it's like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Did, I you, know I get th- did you know that most before and after photos, they shoot the after first, and then they have the person gain weight to shoot the before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Butthole, I'm trying to have a private conversation. Of course, of course, so of course. <laughs> Couple things. This guy looks like he's under a real riddle curse. Mm-hmm. A fellow's eyes are not meant to look like that. That is not natural. And not the good kind of curse that causes your horse to whisper sexy stuff to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What the bad is the kind answer of curse. to this riddle? What turns a woman into an hourglass? <laughs> and as your eyes scan the room, again, you look at all these sexy robots wearing all these um, these uh, negligees and all the lingerie, and you do see one robot uh, who's off in a corner on its own, and it has um, a corset wrapped around its, um, its middle section, and it suddenly dawns on you. Oh, hourglasses flip up and down. So, a really strenuous 69 session will turn any woman and whoever she's partnering with into an hourglass. Wow, strenuous 69. What is, is it a corset? Beautiful? It's a corset, yes. Of course it's of course a corset. It is. Yes. Of course it's strenuous of course 69. It is. Of course it is. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Silky Butthole uh, kind of slinks off and then returns uh, kind of pushing uh, a robot on wheels who's, who was in the corset. Um, and he m- moves the three of you into a private room and shuts the door saying, Have fun. The robot suddenly turns on and it starts to talk to you. Hey, we're not here for sex stuff, so everything's fine. Don't worry, we'll still pay you. Oh, thank God. that That is great to hear. Thank you Just for be- not. Yes. Just to be clear, we'll pay you less i mean certainly like we're, we'll pay you no, but we're not no, gonna pay we're not you. gonna do that on our books we actually can't pay them less well i'm, I I'm just saying here. i'm not gonna buy all of the extras that i would have purchased basically i'll pay you your base rate but i'm not at like any add-ons that i would have purchased if my boss wasn't here and if we weren't at work that's you off whispered the that to me <laughs> oh sorry sorry to be rude but d- am i boring you i heard you say you want to be above board no 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 I- no, no. No, I'm sorry. I talk too much. I'm on a performance improvement plan. I can I really be sexy. I can it. be sexy. And no. the robot starts to kind of uh, uh, jerkily move back and forth, um, t- trying to sway its hips that it doesn't really have. Excuse me, robot. Um, yes. Again, please we're not call, here for- Please call me fuck bucket. Ooh, okay, Miss Bucket. <laughs> uh, well, we don't want to assume. Is it Miss Bucket or is it Mrs.? I am neither. I am a robot. All right, well, Bucket- Fuck bucket. Yes. Fine, I'll call you fuck bucket. Thank, thank you. I'll call um, you FB. Can you tell us anything about what's going down in Riddle Junction? Why are, are everyone's eyes so crazy? What happened here? And uh, fuck bucket takes a look and scans both of your eyes, and you see almost a sense of relief. You see almost uh, if a robot could uh, ease its shoulders, it would. You see this sort of tension melt away. Oh, thank God, you two are not under the spell. Oh, it is so nice to meet two people who are not yet poisoned by the riddles of this town. About a month ago, everyone started going riddle crazy. I don't know what happened, but everything started to go to shit ever since that preacher moved to town. Now, a preacher, you say? Yes. Our client didn't say nothing about no preacher moving to town. 
Well, people come and people go. That's just the way life is. I'm going to write that down. That's a poem. It's almost on the level of Walt Chapman. FB, let me just tell you right now, that's nothing. As a person who is interested in your future, don't bother writing that down. It's nothing. It's nothing going to come of it. You got to write a bunch of bad stuff down before you can get to the good stuff. (laughs) Writing is rewriting. Writing is also editing. That's true. That's Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Please, you too, since you are not under the spell of this town, please Mm -hmm. take this. And Fuckbucket breaks off three of his fingers. Who? And goes to hand them to Jimmy. Here, Uh, take these three fingers. I'll be able to communicate to you through these fingers. Each one is one clue that you'll be able to use if you ever get stuck. Uh, Jimmy takes the fingers, kind of like... Uh, pats around for something that he can give uh, in return, kind of darts his eyes around, looks at his hand, uh, tries his hardest to break off three of his own fingers. Doesn't get very hard. <laughs> it can't can't really twist him in that way. Why don't we just say this? Why don't we just call it, if I find additional fingers, you'll be the first person who, who gets them. And in the oh, meantime, uh, I think I got a little something. Um, yes. Uh, and Kitty reaches back into her bag and pulls out a I eat pussy on my day off uh, t-shirt. <laughs> she ended up picking them up off the ground just in case she needed them. Oh, yes, 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 yes. This is all I've ever wanted. Uh, and Fuckbucket grabs the shirt and puts it on over his body. It's it's uh, kind of um, dragging on the floor. That's how short he is and how long the shirt is. Um, but he still absolutely loves it. But he does look like a kid in like his dad's pajamas or something. Now, FB, uh, tell us, sh- and, and please shoot us straight. We're here because we're looking for a feller named Tremendous's wife and two children. Do you know anything about where whereabouts in town we might find them? I don't know. I'm not allowed to leave. I only hear mm. what people tell me, and that's usually rumor, gossip, and flattery about myself. What about that preacher feller you mentioned before? You have any idea where uh, a, a feller like that might be hiding out? He's never been inside here, but I would guess the Doubt church. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Nothing. The church? You think he's in the church? I, I, I would assume so. If I was looking for a preacher, I would probably go to a church. Am I wrong? You, you ain't wrong. Now, oh. is there a backdoor exit to this place? Because if we got to talk to that creepy pervy dude uh, with the squirrely eyes one more time, I might just have to get uh, my uh, okay. What's my gun called? It's called my double barrel Your thought gun. gun out. Is there a back door to this place? I see you've been looking over the menu. Yes, I do provide that. I will blow across your asshole. He said he didn't want any of the extras. <laughs> if that's base price, then we can talk. But if it is an extra, then no. I'm just going to be... I, all I need is an exit. Sorry, I had to say that loud. So in case Silky was listening at the door, which he surely is, he thought that I was working you two. There is a back door. And he lifts up, uh, there's a little cloth handle uh, embedded in the floor. And as he lifts it up, you see that it goes down. There's a ladder leading down into um, the, beneath this uh, this butts and bolts establishment. Um, and you start to crawl down. As you crawl down into the darkness, Fuck Bucket asks you one last favor. He reaches into the top of his head and he pulls out a, a chip, what seems like a, some sort of microchip or computer chip. Please, this is part of me. This is... Part of my DNA and code. Will you please take this and make something useful, something that gives back to the world, perhaps a a robot that does the rodeo or solves puzzles? Oh my God! If this is a Puzzbot origin story, Puzzbot. So yes, that's what you should call him. We're doing this whole thing 
as a Puzzbot origin story. I have no context for what exactly this is or what it may be, uh, but I'll try. I'll try my best to do right by you, FB. That's all I ask. And hey, don't look at me. I eat pussy on my day off. Ha 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 In hindsight, kind of a wild shirt to give someone who works as a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of you descend into the darkness as um, Fuck Bucket closes the trap door in the floor. You make your way through sort of a dark, tight alley. There was a lantern at the base of the ladder with a book of matches, so you were able to light the oil in that and sort of guide your way. That's my favorite prop, is one of those little oil lanterns. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great. Aaron, you keep that for the rest of the uh, episode. Thank um, you! And just about, uh, maybe after walking five minutes through this damp darkness, you find another ladder that shoots up uh, upward, and there seems to be a false door that you can co- go through. So you climb up the ladder, open up a small hatch, and come out um, of the floor in the town saloon. Inside the town saloon, you see all kinds of colorful characters. You see multiple pianos, and you see above the bar the name of the saloon, which actually is The Spit Tune. Two separate words, spit and tune, and tune is spelled T-U-N-E. You make your way to the bar where you meet a uh, bartender who introduces herself. Well, hey, y'all. How you doing? What? You must be new in town. Hi, my name is Carrie, but you can call me Miss Oki. Welcome to the (laughs) spit tune. Uh, Did y'all want to sing something? What kind of mraz do you have on the menu? Uh, Let's see. We have mrazberry schnapps. Uh, I guess that's about it. <laughs> Come on, give yourself more time. You could probably do another one. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I, and you see her eyes are starting to dart around, uh, and you, you see at the corners of her eyes, a small liquid starting to, uh, seep out just, just ever so slightly. That's oh, okay, Carrie. Not her too. Cal- calm yourself, calm uh, yourself. Uh, it, it's fine, it's uh, fine. Uh, okay, okay, um. Uh, did, did y'all want to drink a, a whiskey or something? Oh, we also have a special today. It's a cow poke. It's raw cow. Well, as appealing as that sounds, I'll take a whiskey neat. Okay. And, and what'll you have? I'll have a chicken tender. Oh, yeah. Whiskey is neat and chickens are tender. Uh, coming right up. And hey, just so y'all know, we do not accept coin or cash. Uh, we only accept riddles. Is that going to be a problem? And as she says, is that going to be a problem? Uh, you see from the main entrance, the actual entrance that everyone else has been using, um, you see that there's a giant man in a suit uh, who looks like a bouncer. He's cracking his knuckles. Uh, and you see that he has no head. It's actually just a large uh, whiskey bottle where his head should be. Is that going to be a problem or should I call over bottleneck? Oh, no problem. No problem. We're all uh, we're all friends here. Oh, good. I love friends. he. Hmm. Well, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pour you your whiskey neat, and I'm going to make your chicken tender. While I do that, would y'all mind indulging me with a song? I'm sure since you're travelers, since you're not from around here, you must be knowing all sorts of songs that I don't know. Sing me a little tune while I, I whisk this up for you. Well, all right. Uh, Jimmy, you got something? Boy, ever do I. Bahama, Bermuda, boy, I want to shoot her. Key Largo, Montana, I love Indiana. (laughs) It's all the same to me. I've got a horse 
who can talk to me. And you see, as you're saying the last lyrics, you see Carrie Oki, and she is swaying as if this is the best song she's ever heard. She's lost in the music as she uh, is still pouring the bottle to the rhythm of your lyrics and and, uh, cooking up chicken tenders. Well, Carrie, if you like that, I got one for you. Please, I don't know how it gets any better than that, but I'm willing to uh, suspend my belief, disbelief. I have, I have an instrumental from a cowboy movie I think I remember. Oh. Uh, oh, how does it go after that? <laughs> Wow. wow, I've never heard somebody forget a song with no lyrics. <laughs> and Carrie Oki is spinning and twirling. Her dress is flying up off the ground and spinning with her. She could not be happier. This seems to be uh, the happiest she might have uh, ever been in her life. That's why they call my boss the badass in black, because once those credits start playing, my boss knows all the songs. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's just so magical. Uh, she sits down a whiskey neat in front of Kitty and a uh, basket of tender chickens in front of Jimmy. Well, here you go. Now, uh, before you drink and before you eat, I do, I do have to uh, make good on that riddle. Is that okay? I don't see why not. Okay. Turnabout's fair play. Here goes. I, I, I'll try and, since I like y'all and you sang me a song, I'll try and give you an easy one. And she tries to whisper that to you as Bottleneck is sort of looming uh, in the area. In spring, I look gay, decked in comely array. In summer, more clothing I wear. When colder it grows, I fling off my clothes, and in winter, quite naked, appear. <laughs> what am I? Hmm. Well, now, I do think that in general, people tend to get a little hornier in the cold months. Uh, you might need to get yourself a winter bay. You think so? I think so, I yeah. I think people get more emotionally attached to people in winter months. I think they're horny in the summer. Oh, it's too hot to be horny in the summer. You got all that heat weighing down on you. Oh, that reminds Every- me of my favorite song. Too hot. To be horny, now I might be corny, but I just need you to know that ah. sex ain't on the menu tonight. Too hot. And Kitty horny. snaps, grabs her gun, shoots, <laughs> and says, "Corn." Uh, the paper um, from the notepad with the answer flies forward and then gently, like a feather, uh, sways back and forth pendulously until it hits the bar. Um, Carrie picks up the sheet of paper and says, "Corn." Uh, uh, um, and she crumples it up in her hand and hides it behind her back as Bottleneck, the bouncer, is sort of looking to try and hear the answer. Uh, uh, corn, I-, I forgot your side of corn that goes with the chicken tenders. Uh, oh, I'll be right back. Answer. You, you two keep thinking on that question that you have not yet guessed. Dang, Kitty, I don't want to eat corn. Corn and chicken tenders? What are you doing to me? I'm You're going to wreck my guts. I thought that was the answer. We're going to get beat up by a bottle of alcohol <laughs> if we don't get this answer soon. Come and on, you hear, what's your guess? And you hear Carrie uh, kind of singing the riddle to herself, obviously trying to help you remember it again. In spring I look gay, decked in comely array. In summer more clothing I wear. When colder it grows, I fling off my clothes, and in winter, quite naked, appear. Is it a tree? Could it be a tree? 
I think it's gotta be a tree, right? Because they get the leaves that fall off in the winter. Unless it's a cactus, they're pretty much the same all season. And I'm looking at the window here, and I don't really see a heck of a lot of trees around these parts. We are in a desert, I believe. Which, why would anyone want to settle here in all a right. fucking desert? Get ready to get for, get ready for a fight, because that's the only answer I've got. Okay, I'll put it, I'll put it, hey, I'll put it in my double thought gun, and when I shoot it, I can have one extra kind of fucking crazy answer, too. <laughs> so we can come up with, like, the tree I think is good, but we get a bonus one. We get a bonus just, like, off the nuts, crazy, uh, you know, who who's, who does it What should we answer. say? I was going to say corn, but we already burned that one. Hmm, let's see. Uh, um... You know what? Just to be safe, make it corn. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll make it corn again. So we'll do corn and a tree. Oh, speaking of, here's your corn, and she sets down a little bowl. Bam! Ah, oh! And two sheets of paper shoot out of your double-barrel thought gun, uh, and again, they sway pendulously in the air until they hit the bar. Um, Carrie picks up both, uh, and she goes, let's see here, corn again. (laughs) Sorry, just talking about the corn I delivered, and oh! A tree! That's it. Oh, you two, I'm so happy you solved it. On the first go-round, too. I lean over the bar, and don't just think that I don't want a double order of corn, because a fella ordered a double order of corn, and we gave you your riddle answer, so make with the double order of corn. Uh, and Kitty leans down and snorts her whiskey. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, As you snort your whiskey uh, completely, and and, uh, Jimmy, as you tuck into those chicken tenders, um, the saloon doors open with a bang. And you see the burly man in the suit bottleneck the the bouncer. You see him uh, start to tremble and look down, if a bottle could look down. And he kind of backs away from the door. (laughs) He's spilling all over the place. (laughs) Backs away from the door. There's no cap on that bottle. uh, Clearly wanting no part of whoever entered. Uh, And as the man who just entered through the saloon doors walks over to the bar to sit and saddle right up next to you, Kitty, um, you notice that he's wearing all black with a white collar around his neck. Uh, This man is the preacher. Oh, my God. 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 Good evening, folks. Have you heard the good word? Am I in season two of Fleabag right now because that's a hot priest? (laughs) Oh, you're too kind. Please allow me. We heard you. (laughs) Please. Oh, damn. I whispered it to him. Allow me, a man of the cloth, to introduce myself. My name is Heck Leonard. Now, I'm a preacher in this town, and some say that I'm also the fastest pun in the West. I'm a pun slinger, you see. Oh, no. Care to, uh, meet the challenge? Do you want to have a bit of a pun off? Care to meet the challenge? Should we put some stakes on it? I, I don't get your drift. Oh, come on, man. You said meat and I said steaks. Oh. And it's uh, high stakes. Uh, what am I, an asshole? Uh, come on. I don't know. I, Kitty, you could deal with this that guy. That is I'm a out. pun. He said. I, I know. Don't tell me. I'm not telling you. I'm telling him. And as he, as Heck Leonard works out that he missed a pun, uh, you can see his face start to turn red in stark contrast to the white collar just around his neck. Uh, and everyone in the bar starts to lean up against the walls, trying to get as far from the bar as possible. You see Uh-oh. there's a table of people playing poker uh, who drop their cards and duck underneath the table, shaking in fear of this man. <sighs> I guess I missed that pun, friend. I guess 
You have one up on me, huh? <laughs> Is that how you see it as well? Now, I don't want any trouble, unless it's trouble that I can easily surpass. <laughs> okay, I see. Is there a pun tucked somewhere inside there? A pun couched in your retort? Is there a pun in that? You said couched and retort, and I'm like, are either either one of those meat? Are we both? Just so you know, I'm chairing him on. Okay, now you're chairing him on. Chairing now, him what's on. this? Chairing Cou- couch- him on. Oh, because couched and a retort. Mm-hmm. You're chairing me on. So far, we're having a good time. Look, uh, uh, if we're gonna do a pun contest. <laughs> We got to know when to start and when puns are being had, because basically we're just riffing at this point. And you see Heck Leonard turn even a brighter red as he realizes uh-oh, Kitty uh-oh, uh-oh. He realizes Kitty has now gotten in on the game and is besting him just as well as Jimmy was. Uh, forgive me, I failed to make a full, proper introduction. I am the preacher here in town. You know, I once was a pun-slinger. Again, some say the fastest pun in the West, but... As I went to church weekly and sat through these terrible sermons, I thought I could do that better. Because puns don't bring in the money. Puns don't put food on the table, you see. So I Mm. turned to become a preacher, to usurp the preacher who was doing a terrible job. They say those who can't pew... Preach. I was going. I was about to do a few one. <laughs> yeah, well, he beat you to it. He's fast. Pretty, he pretty is good. fast. Like pretty good, like pretty those good. who can't do teach, those who can't pew preach. <laughs> pretty good. And he he looks around the bar and kind of shrugs. Eh, mm-hmm. eh, and everyone is cheering and trying to laugh to appease this man. Sir, father, what's your last name? My name is Heck Leonard. Father Leonard, uh, can I order you a plate of Jesus? As a sign of my... Some Jesus and crackers. Jesus and crackers. Ah, Jesus crackers, you did another pun. (laughs) How are you two so good at this? Uh, I used to be quick on the draw, but now nothing comes to mind. (laughs) Well, how about you do this? As you order me a plate of cheeses or Jesus or whatever the fuck you're ordering me, why don't you answer some of my pun riddles? All right, Heck, we'll uh, we'll give your pun riddles a try. And for the record, we already ordered two orders of corn. We're way over budget for this meal. So if you want to just pick at some of that, that's fine. But we're not going to order the actual Jesus. And you see Heck Leonard puff himself up, trying to uh, regain some of his confidence and regain some of his um, uh, status in this town and in this bar, in this saloon. Um, and he takes out a little note card where he clearly pre-planned these puns and, and riddles and wrote them down. <clears throat> okay, uh, first one here, first one. Why did the cowboy buy a dachshund? <laughs> and you see a grin appear on his face. He's clearly super pleased with himself. Why did the cowboy buy a dachshund? <laughs> okay, now, uh, dachshund, dachshund's like a long dog. Like they say, it's like a little, like a wiener dog, right? Right. Why did the cowboy buy a dachshund? You have ten seconds. Did, did he need a new wiener after riding a horse for that long, or something like that? Is there is there is there something like that in there for like a wiener dog, something? Oh, that's good, but that's not correct. The reason the cowboy bought a dachshund is because he was told by a friend to get a long little doggy. <laughs> <laughs> get along, little doggy. Okay, okay. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, and what that's did hard, the, that's hard? Yeah. What did the cowboy say when his dog left? Um, get along, little doggy. No, 
He said, doggone. <laughs> and everyone in the bar is trying to mimic uh, 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 Heck Leonard's laughter, trying to uh, match or even raise the laughter in the room so he feels supported. All right, all right. Those are pretty good. We should have known that the answer wouldn't be the same answer to both, though. Yeah, sorry. I was distracted by your ears and nostrils and mouth. Sir, you're rather holy. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a man of God. What do you... What, oh, oh, oh. And, and his face turns even more red, and blood starts to uh, sort of pour out of his nose. <sighs> sort of? It's gushing out of that guy's nose. Why did the preacher baptize the cow and give it a Bible, huh? As he's flinging through his note cards, he reads this one. Why did the preacher baptize the cow and give it a Bible? You have five seconds. <laughs> it was a holy cow. Damn it. How oh, are is you that, is that right? this? And I guess that's none of our business. I, I mean, I wrote down so he could put him out to pastor, but oh, okay. both, yeah, of yours are, both of yours is somehow better. How are you doing this? And he, he tries to look under your stools to see if there's some sort of device that's feeding you puns or some sort of mirror or some note cards or something. He's becoming more and more frustrated. I do have a catheter in, but that's for comfort. <laughs> okay, one last one, and I need your answer immediately. Okay, all right. Immediate answer. How do cowboys ride steers? <laughs> uh, ten and two. Damn it! And he rips up his note card and he says, I had with steering wheels. Oh, well, I mean, we're both there. I mean, ten and two on a steering I think it's about wheel, time sure. we say bye Bible to you, Father. And he rips up all of his note cards that he had, uh, and he looks around the room, and people are starting to uh, laugh. They, they can't help themselves. They're trying to cover their, their mouths. They're trying to muffle the sound of their laughter, but they can't help it. They've seen Heck Leonard be bested. The fastest pun in the West just got his ass handed to him, uh, and they can't help but giggle and titter. Uh, and he looks around the room more frustrated than ever, his face growing redder and redder, and he looks over to Bottleneck, the large bouncer, and he gives a quick nod. <gasps> You two are looking at each other, and then you look back at Heck Leonard, and suddenly you feel a hard thump on the back of both your heads, and the world goes black as we end part one of Hya Saddle Saddle. Are they dead? Yeah, Aaron, they're dead. Oh my god! All right, roll up a new character, Aaron. <laughs> and smoke it. We'll see you soon on part two of Hya Saddle Saddle. Doctor was the mother and he stood on a block of ice Both of them are goldfish and it's the cabin of an aeroplane And she stabbed him with an icicle And the horse's name was Friday Saddle, 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 saddle